Hello, movie lovers. This is Lizard. And this is Panda. So passionate. I have to. Beautifully. <laughs> and this is our next episode of Lizard and Panda Take on Cinema. Woo! And what uh, movie news do you have for us? For us. Of us. For us. There us. Last of us. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they premiered the trailer for uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. I have not watched the trailer yet, but I did hear about it. I'm actually really interested. It looks pretty good. I'm kind of curious. It's that same type of like um, frame, mate, frame rate mix-up style that um, Into the Spider-Verse has. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of sketchy style to it. Yeah. It looks really good. And plus, Jackie Chan's playing Master Splinter. Mm-hmm. I'm so hyped for that. And the turtles are actually being played by teenagers. Yes, yes. I actually found out about this from uh, Straw Hat Goofy. Mm-hmm. And Seth Rogen's going to be in it, too. I forget who he's playing. So, Seth Rogen is playing Bebop, which is a, oh, yes. uh, the Warthog, for those that don't know. Yes. One of my favorite of the two. <laughs> and then you have Rocksteady being played by John Cena. <laughs> and I find it hilarious because the last person to play Rocksteady in the live-action movie was also a wrestler. Hmm, of course. Seamus. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Mandalorian came out last week, the yes. first episode, and yes. the second episode premiered today at 3 a.m., which oh. I did watch. Holy shit. I, lo- I watched last week's, but not this week's yet. Liz. Liz. <laughs> it's, like, huge for the world of the Mandalorians, mm. seeing what, what, what we saw in that, like, this past episode, and it's, oh, my God. Oh, dear. Oh, it's not even... Like, the implications? No. With this, it's more so, like, what ramifications can happen after this. Oh, God. Like, oh. I'll have to watch it at some point. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I will say that that scene don't come to legitimately the last minute of the episode. Gotcha. Mm. Mm. So, solid. Solid yeah. episode. <laughs> uh, da, ba, da, da, da. Let's see what else I had. Um, so it looks like, um, according to James Gunn, he's teased that more Vertigo-based, uh, DC characters are going to start showing up in the movies. Okay. So that includes Swamp Thing. Yes. Swamp Thing. <laughs> and I feel like the Swamp Thing would work so well if you get, like, Scott Derrickson to direct it. Ooh, that would be cool. hmm I can see that. Yeah. Um, John Constantine, mm-hmm. uh, Sandman, uh, who else? Doom Patrol, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're going to be seeing more of them. I'm excited. I know a lot of people are freaking the fuck out for no reason because like we don't really know shit yet. Completely, and we haven't seen anything yet. Mm-hmm. So everyone, calm down. I know we've said this before. We need to just chill and breathe and let things happen. Yes. And James Gunn, we trust. Yes. And also, uh, recently, I think as of yesterday, um, Mark Ruffle actually did a comment on James Gunn running the uh, DC Extended Universe now. Oh, yeah? He said Marvel needs to watch out. Oh. Oh, dear. Yeah. And that's coming from OG yes. Mark Ruffalo. Yes. Oh, dear. Uh, 
Uh, let's see. We have news about how many post credit scenes uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods has. Oh, okay. Two post credit scenes. Gotcha. Okay. Because I think he also had that in the first movie, too. Yes. Yeah, yeah, did, yes. Mm. Let's see what else I have. Uh, there is a new Disney Plus series spotlight, spotlighting the MCU's most inspirational women heroes. Oh, okay. For Women's History Month, I guess? Yes, it's called Empower. Okay. Oh, I get it, Empower. <laughs> uh, and then, lastly, Marvel Studios' tentative Phase 5, 6, and 7 slates possibly revealed. And there are more Avengers movies. Ah! Uh, let's see. Phase 5 now consists of Ant-Man and the Wasp, which just came out. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Secret Invasion, which is supposed to come out around May. Loki Season 2, which is supposed to come out around July. Um, Echo, I think got pushed back to next year. Because I think there's only supposed to be two MCU shows coming out per year now. Gotcha. Um... Really? They're doing a Mephisto special presentation for Halloween. Huh. Ooh. And we all know who's playing Mephisto now. Who? Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I was like nodding. Who again? <laughs> uh, the Marvels and Century, a special presentation. Hmm. Which would, I guess, be the precursor to Thunderbolts. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then we have Ironheart. Daredevil Born Again, Captain America New World Order, a new I Am Groot series, new. so a couple new episodes of that, uh, Thunderbolts, Deadpool 3, Wonder Man, and a, ooh, a Man Things uh, Halloween special for 2024. Oh, look at that. He was adorable. <laughs> yes. I loved him. Um, as for phase six, we have Blade, which finally has a release date of beep, beep, beep. No, oh, no. we're done? No, we're, I think we're done, okay, maybe. we're done. Okay. Uh, November 8th, 2024. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, Silver Surfer special presentation, ETA holiday of 2024, so around November, December. Yeah. Agatha Coven of Chaos, which is late 2024. Fantastic Four and Vision Quest. Both in the spring of 2025. Okay, then. Uh, Armor Wars, ETA, May 2nd of 2025. What If Season 2, uh, about mid-2025. So they apparently they are doing Young Avengers. Okay. According to the slate. Uh, doesn't say if it's a um, series or movie or special presentation, but that's way too early to find out. Midnight Angels. Mm-hmm. Ghost Rider. Apparently will be the special presentation for Halloween of 2025. I love Halloween special presentations. And also they're doing zombies. <gasps> Ooh. Yes. Uh, da, da, da. Let's see. We can also expect Shang-Chi 2, Nova, Spider-Man 4, uh, Strange Academy, Doctor mm. Strange 3, Miss Marvel Season 2, and then Avengers Kang Dynasty. Hmm. Then following would be Phase 7, and it's said to be part of the Battle World Saga. Hmm. So they're doing that whole storyline. And says, regardless, this slate supposedly includes Moon Knight, Season 2, 
which I'm happy for because they at first said that they were only doing one season. Mm-hmm. Midnight Suns, which that, that whole group, finally. Uh, She-Hulk season two, an untitled Halloween special for 2026. Apparently, they're working on World War Hulk. Hmm. Makes sense because they introduced. Yes. Uh, da da da, a untitled holiday special. What if season three, Eternals two. Uh, an Illuminati TV show. And then finally, Avengers Secret Wars. All right then. Oh wait, no. Finally, after Secret Wars, is Avengers Forever. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, there's also been rumors of revolving a new Scarlet Witch project, Namor, Monica Rambeau, Deadpool, and Nomad. Hmm. I will say, I'm kind of getting tired, though, of these TV shows being, like, different seasons being so far spread out. Yeah. I'm like, guys, I don't have the time to watch all of the shows to catch up, or not catch up, but at least, like, remember. Because mm-hmm. that's too far where my brain can't compute and remember shit. So then I have to re-watch seasons, and it's a struggle because I don't have time for that. That's why I follow new rock stars and watch their videos before um, a new series comes out. That is smart. Yeah. They do the recap, so Ooh, right there. That's smart. I'm going to do that. I'm going to try to remember that. Mm-hmm. New rock stars. New yeah. rock stars, yes. Yeah, that's the movie news I have. Woo! Yeah! As for movies that I have seen, I have a few here. Um, I watched Operation Fortune, Ruse de Guerre, maybe, de Guerre, de de something. Basically, anytime somebody talks about this movie, they're just like, Operation Fortune, way too long of a name. So it's like, and then I never actually, like, took time to actually figure out how you're supposed to pronounce that last part. But whatever, I don't really care. Um, it came out March 3rd. If yep. we could talk about Harley Quinn and it the w- emancipation of one... No, it's Birds of Prey and the emancipation of one Harley Quinn. That's okay. a long-ass title. Everybody just says Birds of Prey. Yeah, so. but that's the whole title. <laughs> it is. And no one complains about that. Although still not as long as Fall Out Boy or Panic at the Disco song titles. True. That is very <laughs> they true. They still win. Um, but yeah, it came out March 3rd and was directed by Guy Ritchie. Also written by Guy Ritchie, Ivan Atkinson, and Ma- Marn Davis. Um... It was the one with James Statham. Statham? Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Um, um, yes. Basically, it's the action comedy thriller, or like kind of spy thriller kind of a situation. Um, also, Aubrey Plaza was in it as well. I do like Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, so do I. And this, the cast also, like, because Carrie Yoles is in there, Hugh Grant, Josh Hartnett, like, a lot of people are in this. Mm. However, very forgettable. Huh. Now, honestly, I, there were some, like, funny lines that, you know, had me chuckled. There were some really cool action scenes, but also other action scenes were kind of dull, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And also, it might be my fault because I just went after work. No. Went home after work, and then a couple hours later, I went. Um, and by the time I got to the movies, I was absolutely exhausted, and I was literally fighting sleep. I was like, yeah, I could feel myself randomly, like, the heavy eyes. I'm like, no. Heavy eyes, no. But it just didn't keep my attention. Mm-hmm. Out of everything, honestly, I liked Aubrey Plaza the most. But other than that, 
like because um Josh Hartnett played an actor and that also felt really random too like in the trailers they kind of made more of a thing about it but then in the actual movie it was very random where they're trying to get something like basically one like a briefcase of something I think maybe mm. money or maybe some jewels I honestly don't even know um and they had to hire an actor to be around so it could distract uh, Hugh Grant's character, who, you know, is the typical, like, bad guy who just wants money and he's rich and powerful and all mm. that shit. And I honestly, there were a few scenes that I remember, but other than that, very forgettable. That kind of sounds like that one rock movie with um, Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot. Yeah. Like, I watched it and it was, it was okay. Yeah. But I just, yeah, pretty forgettable. Yeah, I was just like, okay. Like, oh, that's why I'm saying the perfect spy movie was Captain America Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And it had a bit of comedy in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was like not really too exciting for that one. Um, I finally watched the movie Green Book. Mm-hmm. They came out in November 2018. Yes. I honestly really liked it a lot. And I can understand why it won an Oscar. Mm-hmm. I know it comes with a lot of controversy with the family of... Um, Oh, crap, what was his name? The pianist that Mahershala Ali played. I don't... I haven't watched the I movie I don't yet. remember I the actors of characters. But yeah, um, there's a lot of controversy. Basically, the family saying that, like, you know, this movie is bullshit because this didn't happen, this didn't happen. And mm. there's a whole thing of, like, him and Tony, the Italian-American driver who mm-hmm. drove him around like they weren't friends but then there's recordings apparently um that the pianist himself actually said that they were friends so i don't know whatever at the end of the day it was a good movie mm-hmm. um uh uh it's vigo right vigo vigo uh mortensen um because he played the driver mm-hmm. and he did great um, and he was driving Mahershala Ali's character around because he was a black man, but he was a very skilled pianist, um, and was performing at these different, like, high society, rich white people, nose to the sky. Yeah. And he was performing for all those, but then they still had to deal with the stuff of, like, you know, yes, you are performing for us, however, you still can't use these bathrooms, you still can't go here, you still can't go there, like, kind of mm-hmm. a situation. But everybody did a fantastic job. Uh, Linda Cardinelli was also in it. Ooh. Yes. And she did great. She played Tony's wife. Mm. Um, And I love her, no matter what. And it was like a cute, heartfelt moment where, of course, there were times where I got angry and wanted Mm -hmm. to hop into a time machine and just kill a bunch of white people. But it's fine. For for legal reasons, that was a joke. Roll and breathe. They don't have time machines yet. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no. And honestly, I say this all the time. If I get my hands on a time machine, the very first thing I'm doing is going to concerts and seeing bands like Queen, Pink Floyd, um, Led Zeppelin, Nirvana. I'm seeing all of the bands in their prime. First thing I'm doing is going back in time and buying a first printing of the most expensive comic books, putting it into a safe and then burying it somewhere that I know where it's at. Ooh, smart. And I then like going that. back to present time and just be like, doop. Mm-hmm. That's smart. Mm-hmm. And the second thing I always say is I'm going to go to, like, conspiracy theories and figure out, not mess with anything, because, you know, time, space, continuum, all that yeah, shit. Yeah. Just be around when, uh, like, Roswell. I just, just be around. Also, like, Easter Head Island, 
the stone a stone hedge like i just want to see kirkabane his death mm-hmm. i want to confirm that he was murdered not suicide um but yeah yeah that's yeah that's that's my thing but yes that was green book it was really really good um i also finally watched creed 2 mhm i liked it not as much as the first one not as much as the first i was yeah. kind of like Again, everybody did really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the dynamic of um, Creed's, Creed fighting, um, oh, what's his name? The son. Ivan. Ivan. Drago. Yes. Right? Ivan well, Drago? No, Ivan Drago is his dad. Yes, but his son. Yeah. Yeah, Creed just, was fighting just, his son. Just call him Drago. Yeah, Drago. Drago Jr. Yeah, there you go. Drago Jr. like it. Um, but yeah, it was... Again, it was good. Also, kind of another one that felt a little forgettable, just because. Again, the dynamic was cool. However, like I felt like Drago wasn't really used. Properly. Properly, and you didn't really see much of like. Yeah, you saw a little bit of his side and how his family kind of sucks, especially mm-hmm. his mom. But that's pretty much it. The fight scene was great. I thought that was really cool. Um. And then also, I liked. Spoiler warning: How Rocky was able to go back to his grandson and be like, "Hey, mm-hmm. I'm here." Yeah. Hello. Um. So I feel like the movie would have been better if they focused on Drago's story the first half, mm. and then lead to the fight. Yeah. No, that would have been cool. Like, still, obviously, have Creed's character like in there, Adonis. Um, just to see like his life and where it's going because mm-hmm. you know they're pregnant they're about to have a kid oh my god is the kid deaf like his like her mom kind of a situation but also just have more of drago's life because i felt like it would have felt more heavy yeah and more like the stakes are high kind of a situation mm-hmm. you see both points yeah and then at that point you don't know who to root for yeah because most of the time i just felt like with drago is more montages of him working out than anything yeah with a little sprinkle of like his family and country mm-hmm. kind of a situation. But, yeah. That was Creed 2. And then the last thing I have is Creed 3. Mm-hmm. I did see that in the theaters. Uh, the day after seeing Operation Fortune. Um, yeah. Michael B. Jordan, hats off to you, sir. Because this was his directorial debut. And it was fantastic. Uh, in so, my opinion, better than the second one. I mean, because, you know. So I heard that he put in a lot of anime influences into the fight. Yeah. And I saw one clip that I was like, I know where that's from. Because <laughs> I, I did read, before I went to see the movie, I did see those articles of him, like, stating that. And, you know, I'm not a big anime person, but I've, you know, I will be reading or, like, working on stuff for the podcast. I'll just basically be in the room while Brian is next to me watching anime. So, mm-hmm. like, there are times where I look up and I see little clippets here and there of, like, their f- different fighting scenes. Mm-hmm. So, when I see this movie and I see these fight scenes, I'm like, oh, yeah. I can definitely see it. Mm-hmm. And it looks really good. Mm-hmm. Like, he did it well. It was done where it was cool but not cheesy. Because I felt like that that's a thin line that he could yeah. hit. Of, like, if it was cheesy, then it would be like, eh. Um... The writing was great. The f- The final fight scene, oh my god. It was so cool. And again, just the... And also there's this one scene where it's like... You only see basically them. Mm-hmm. And you can see like where in their headspace, the whole world is blacked out. And they're just focused on the here and now. Like them two fighting each other. 
and it's done so well. And also, obviously, Jonathan Majors. Mm -hmm. Jonathan Majors. He is just wonderful. He's so good at anything he does. And he did fantastic in this movie. Where, like, you kind of see his point, mm -hmm. and you see where his headspace is at and why he's doing what he's doing, but you still feel bad for him. Because this guy, he was the one who was supposed to be the fighter. He was the one that when they were kids, they were boxer, or he was the boxer. He mm -hmm. was the one that was going places. Shit hit the fan, he gets arrested, goes to jail for 18 years. Then Adonis, he was not a fighter. He was not part of the boxing but then he ends up getting into it and then becomes his famous. At this point, he's now retired. He's respected. He's well-known everywhere. He's the greatest throughout the world, basically. Mm -hmm. And so you can see John Ma Jonathan Major's character coming in and being like, whoa, 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 whoa. That was supposed to be me. That was supposed to be me. And it's just, it was so good. It was so beautiful. And the cinematography was absolutely stunning. Oh, my God. I just loved it so much. Again, hats off to Michael B. Jordan, because he did wonderful. Um, I will say, Rocky's character is not in it. He did. They mentioned his name once. Once. They probably told him all. Well, they, they didn't even say. Like, I even, I forget the line, I'm going to have to look it up later, but it was basically one of those, like, yeah, they just threw his name in there and then kind of went back to mm -hmm. what it was. So I think what they were actually going for was that at the end of Creed 2, he goes to see his grandson. And he's, like, more now focused on his family and, like, being there with his grandson. Because they didn't even have, like, any emotion. They didn't show any, like, moments where they were like, oh, man, I miss Rocky so much. No, like, gravestone scene. Like, nothing. Nada. Zilch. I think he probably also did that to leave El Band in just a case. Yeah. It's very possible. Mm -hmm. It kind of felt awkward. Like, I didn't think really the movie needed Rocky because the dynamic that they had was just so great. And also, like, you know, you have his, you have his daughter who is mm -hmm. deaf, so they're only talking to her in sign language. Um, and you have that dynamic going. So I felt like Rocky wasn't exactly, like, needed. It didn't feel empty. It just felt awkward. Because mm -hmm. it was like, all right. Okay. You're not going to say nothing? Nothing. Like, it's kind of like one of those elephant in the room where, like... You're awkwardly sitting in a room and, like, we all know something's happening, but no one wants to say anything. Like, mm -hmm. that's how it felt, kind of. Like, why the fuck does Tommy have a hard-on in the corner of the room? Yeah. Like, we all know it, we all see it, but no one's addressing it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, yeah. And just the last thing I want to mention, um, I did watch Clerks 3 again <laughs> over the weekend. Um, and it's funny, too, because, like, now looking back when I was uh, hanging out with Brandon and watching it with him... I did, because I did cry, and I was very emotional, but I was, like, around friends and a couple people I don't really see as much, mm -hmm. so I was kind of, like, quickly, like, subtly wiping the tears away, but the second time I watched, it was just me and Brian, and mm -hmm. he's my husband, and I was just like, and this is where it's just going to be uncontrollable waterfalls, where, like, by the end, my eyes are exhausted, my head hurts, and I'm just, like, completely exhausted all around, I want to go to bed. But I update on watching it for the second time. Still love it. Nice. It's so great. And let me know when you do watch it. Yeah, which will most likely be later on tonight. Yeah, have fun. Yeah. Let me know how that goes. Yeah, because while, like, a after recording <coughs> between then and 
hanging out. I'll finish like doing everything I gotta do while watching One Piece. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably get to that episode and be fucking done. I'll be emotionally exhausted by the end of that episode. I guarantee you. And then you want to try later to do Kriegs 3? Kriegs 3. Kriegs 3. <laughs> okay. Blitzkrieg 3. Okay, so I literally, I think what I did was I mixed Creed, Creed and Clerks. Clerks. <laughs> oh, God. Clerks 3. <laughs> that I literally just told you that it's like exhaustingly sad. <laughs> there was like six episodes in a row that made me cry. Okay. I can do it now. Okay, don't come crying to me when you're even more emotionally exhausted. <laughs> Like, assed out on the side where it's on the side street somewhere. Yeah. That'll happen later. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll deal with it when it happens. Okay, that's fair. But yeah, those are movies that I have watched. And this yeah. weekend I will be seeing 65. 69. <laughs> hey, hey, what's funnier than 24? 25. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time to announce our episode... Of the week. And this episode will be released March 17th, which is the same day that the second Shazam movie is coming out, Fury of the Gods. Yes. Right. Okay. So this episode will all be all about the first Shazam movie. Yeah. Woo. Uh, released April 5th, 2016. Directed by David F. Sandberg, who did Lights Out. Great movie, by the way. I don't mm. know if you ever saw it. I didn't watch the the full movie. I saw the original clip that he mm. did, the original short story, uh, movie. The movie is really good. Obviously, it has some flaws here and there, but, like, really, really good. I was impressed. Uh, Annabelle Creation, which, in my opinion, is the better of the Annabelle movies. Mm. Um, I flip you... and oh, oh, yeah, also, I flip you off for four hours. Oh, yeah. I had to write that down because when I was looking through that, I'm like, what? <laughs> I haven't watched it yet, but it's literally... Him just flipping off the camera for four hours. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Uh, written by Henry Gaiden, who did uh, There's Someone Inside Your House. And I think also a lot of the things that I didn't recognize, but I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Darren Lemke? Lemke? Lemke. Lemke. Uh, who did Shrek Forever After, Jack the Giant Slayer, Goosebumps 1 and 2, and Gemini Man. Most of those are really bad movies. And also, I feel like Gemini Man was just thrown in there compared to the other stuff. Because that just seems so out of... That movie was not that good. No, it really wasn't. I was... Meh. Meh. Um, composer Benjamin Walfish, who did Lights Out, Hidden Figures, Annabelle Creation, It 1 and 2, The Invisible Man, and also Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Was not a fan of that movie. What, the new Mortal Kombat? Yeah. I liked it. I was like, mm. There were things I enjoyed, but other than that, I was like, meh. Uh, cinematographer Maxime Alexandra, uh, the Hel- who did The Hills Have Eyes 2006 version. I do like that one. I do like that one, too. Uh, the Crazies and Annabelle Creation. And then for cast, we got Zachary Levy, who played Shazam. Levi. Levi, whatever. Uh, Mark Strong, who played Dr. Savannah. Also the best Sinestro to ever be on screen. He's the only good part of that movie. That's fair. That's very fair. I honestly randomly remember that he played Sinestro. Mm-hmm. That's just because my brain is mush anymore. Um, Asher Angel, who plays Billy Batson. 
Jack, and then we have a lot of things here. Jack Dylan Grazer, who plays Freddie Freeman. Adam Brody plays Hero Freddy. Jimon. Jimon Honsu. Honsu plays the wizard. I love him so much. Yes. There's just something about that man. I don't know what it is. Anyway. Uh, he has a presence on him. He does. And also, he was funny in Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's also the voice, too. Yes. The voice combined with the accent. Yes. Uh, Faith Herman, who plays... Oh, God. Uh, Carolyn Curie... Curie or no. Great. Wait, no. I'm losing my place. Faith Herman plays Darla. Megan Good plays Hero Darla. Megan Good. <laughs> Childhood <laughs> crush right there. Grace Carolyn play- Curry plays Mary. Michelle Borth plays Hero Mary. Ian Chen plays Eugene. Ross Butler plays Hero Eugene. Javon Armand plays Pedro. DJ Catrona plays Hero Pedro. Marta Millens plays Rosa Vasquez. Vasquez. And Cooper Andrews plays Cooper Vasquez. 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 Uh Ratings, IMDb, 7 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, 90%, with an audience score of 82%. Metascore, 70... I don't think this is right. I wrote 7%. I think it's supposed to be 70. I think I forgot the zero. <laughs> I'm like... <clears throat> That's, like, really low compared to everything else. And I yeah. don't think that that's right. And I know a lot of people really like this movie. So I'm going to go with 70 for Metascore. That sounds about right. Um, was 3.3 out of 5. And 72% of Google users like this movie. Uh, let's see. Uh, the movie was also produced by New Line Cinema, DC Films, The Saffron Company, and Seven Bucks Production, distributed by... Quanner Brothers Entertainment, uh, with a budget of between eighty and a hundred million, and it made uh, three hundred sixty-six point one million in the box office. And lastly, it's available for free on HBO Max, uh, free with premium subscription with Hulu, Sling TV, and Amazon Prime, and everywhere else it's three ninety-nine for rent. Okay. And tagline, wow, it's windy. Tagline, we have, just say the word. Shazam! <laughs> so simple. I kind of like it, not gonna lie. I already know your opinion of this movie. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> what does Shazam mean? Oh, yes. Now, monkeys. So Shazam, well, go on a little backstory on Shazam before we get to the actual movie. Um, he actually wasn't part of DC. He wasn't? Nope. He was originally part of, uh, it's called Wiz Comics, part of, uh, Fawcett Publications between 1940 and 1953. Completely different company. DC tried twice to sue them. First time didn't go through. Uh, it was for, um, pseudo plagiarism because Mm -hmm. it was pretty much a Superman knockoff. Mm -hmm. Second time went through. Uh, second time they pretty much, uh, settled out of court because they're already seeing diminishing sales within their entire company. So they're like, yeah, might as well just sell them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's when, uh, Shazam moved over to DC. 
Not as Shazam, but as Captain Marvel. Yes. That I knew. Yes. But yes, Shazam stands for the wisdom of Solomon, the strength of Hercules, the stamina of Atlas, the power of Zeus, the courage of Achilles, except for that, except for that heel, (laughs) and the speed of Mercury, all spelling out Shazam. Okay, I did know that for some reason. My brain went to like, Shazam is a word in a foreign language that it means like, I don't know, powerful or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> like, but I did know that, and my brain just didn't go to that. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yes, that. Yes, I do like this movie, though. Eh. I don't know. I get, like, this, like, childlike wonder from this movie, like I did when I saw the first Christopher Lee Reeve Superman. Mm-hmm. Like, that same type of feel. So, see, because I watched it for the first time with you, mm-hmm. and I was kind of like, Neh. And then I watched it again recently for this podcast, and I still am like, yeah. And it's not that it's bad. Like, it really isn't. Like, I definitely see why so many people love it. It's just for me, I personally never got into Captain Marvel slash Shazam. And I was never really impressed with any of the villains. Mm-hmm. I was always kind of like, like, um... So it's more so to do with the actual character, not the movie itself. Yeah, exactly. And like, what what is that fucking caterpillar's name? Doctor Mind. Yes, Doctor Mind. I just remember, like, as a kid, seeing him and be like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> like, this just seems ridiculous." Um. And also, it probably has something to do with the fact that kids I just find very annoying. <laughs> and it's just kind of like, oh dear lord. I just, and also the fact that he's just pretty much exactly like Superman. So I was kind of always just like, there's nothing really amazing about this Magic character. Magic Superman with lightning powers? And basically. I'm just like, okay, it's basically just Superman. And I, everybody under the sun knows that I'm not a big superhero or Superman person, superhero. <laughs> I hate superheroes. They're all stupid as I'm going to pull down my sleeve and hide my Batman tattoos. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and like. Yeah, there were moments where I definitely do chuckle with this movie and that I find entertaining. Batman, go get him. <laughs> um, and we all have a little bit of Freddy in us. Oh, yeah. 100%. Absolutely. I will give him that. And also, it's Eddie from It Chapter 1. We all have a bit of Jack Dylan Grazier in us. Yes. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, that's true. Accurate. Very accurate. Um, I did enjoy Dr. Savani. Savannah. Savannah. Jesus Christ. Do you see? Like, <laughs> I can't. I can't today. I can't. This is just how I feel about Shazam, people. Anyway. Also, it takes place in Philly. That's true. Even though most of it was filmed in Toronto. Except for, like, wide shots. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yes. it's dingy. It's dark. It, it, it kind of looks like the, the nicer parts of Philly. Uh, yeah, because let's be realistic. Like, Ain't nobody going to go to... They need to make a superhero that comes out of Kensington. Oh, yes. They need to do that. Oh, my God. We need to make that a thing. We need to spread the word. Mm-hmm. And maybe someone will do it. They'll go with DC because I want to see what James Gunn will do with that. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That would be so perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, Because we all know about Philly. Like, when we were coming home from South Carolina and, you know, it's... 
hot outside, so we have the windows open, and we just reach that point where we instantly smell the air of Philly, and we're like, well, we're definitely home now. <laughs> it's fucking true. It's so distinct, the smell of Philly. Because even when I went to Nashville with Brian and I texted everybody going like, oh my god, Nashville smells so good. And they're like, what does it smell like? Clean air. We're like in Philly, I feel like. It's a little thick. The air's a little thick. Smell of landfill. It's great. But anyway, yes, Shazam. Back to back to business. Movie starts with uh, the car ride with... Uh, Savannah when he was a kid. Yeah, and dad's an asshole. And so is his brother. And so is his brother. God, I'm so glad I don't... I never had that relationship with Jimmy. Towards the beginning, when? Well, most... I mean, granted, in my case, like, Jimmy was 13 years older than me. Mm -hmm. So, we had a big gap where we didn't have that, like, typical, like, sibling rivalry or headbutting and all that shit. So, most siblings, like... They, they butt heads. Mm-hmm. Older sibling generally but usually he's kind a of a douche. Dick. But this, yeah, this, this one, he's just horrible. But then somehow, with the magic eight ball, because he's playing with it and his favorite toy, it comes up with all these symbols. And then he looks up and dad and brother are gone. They are not in the car. And he gets teleported. To the lair of wizards. Of the wizard Solomon. Yes. Right? No, the, the wizard Shazam. The old wizard Shazam. Oh, yes. Yeah. And that's when he's like, uh, you might be able to get this. But then he gets corrupt. He like, starts to get corrupted by the the seven deadly sins. Mm-hmm. They're all locked away. Yeah, because he's like looking at the eye. Mm-hmm. And like he's slowly reaching for it. And the wizard's just like, no! I just he's imagined- a little more aggressive than that. He was like, no! <laughs> And, like, literally, like, basically electrocutes the kid's hand. My favorite, like, tone of voice that Jamal Honsu does is when, like, he spurts something out in the last of his breath. Uh-huh. And then you can hear the breath start to end towards the end of it. Like, specifically, I'm going to my mind um, from Guardians. He's like, your brain ravage God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Oh, that's so funny. But also, because uh, with him, the kid getting in the car, I forgot to mention, you just see, because he's driving and you just see lights, like purple and green and red and blue colored mm-hmm. lights going by. And all I kept thinking was, was Willy Wonka. True. I just forget what he was singing. But it was a very creepy song that he was singing as we were going through the something, scary tunnel. Something, 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 something. I kind of yeah, remember. Right. Yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> I don't remember the lyrics, but I remember the, how the tone goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but basically this kid, he is not worthy um, no. to be Shazam and carry on the tradition. Because it's only just that one wizard left. Yes. Everybody else is yeah. gone. There's uh, seven seats, right? Because it's supposed to be the, the polar opposite of the seven deadly sins. Yes. Because we have... How many kids? Big yawn. Freddy. Billy. Mary. Uh, Eugene, Darla, Pedro, Paula. 
So six with all the kids. I guess the seventh would be the wizard? I guess so. I guess so. Because it's only six kids. But yeah, he he is not pure of heart at the end of the day, this kid. So, so he cannot. Yeah, so they send him back into the car with his, with his pops and his brother. He's all freaking out. I saw it! What happened? <laughs> Causes a fucking accident. Yep. And you know, dad got flung out of the car. This is why you wear your seatbelt, kid. And you, you think that he might end up dying. But later, of course, we find out that he's just in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. <clears throat> and just everybody's, like, screaming at this kid. Which, like, I kind of understand why he grew up to be a villain. Because, you know, look at what he's living with people. Like, yeah. his dad and his brother are assholes. And they probably lorded that over him for his entire fucking life. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Especially the dad. The dad probably was like, look what you did to me. Oh, yeah. Look what you did to me. Like, buddy, keep on talking and I will saw off your legs with a rusty handsaw. He won't feel him. <laughs> yes, but he can bleed out. But he won't feel it. He won't feel it. But then he'll have the terrifying fear of bleeding out. It's like, oh, where are you going to go now, buddy? You're stuck. Or you just, like, tourniquet his legs and then, while he's sleeping, and then saw him off. And as he wakes up and looks at Nubbies. Oh, yes. Yes, it yes. I swear we're, we're completely sane individuals. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No one's, no one's worried about that at all whatsoever. Um, but then after that, we end up going because the wizard's just like, we need to find someone pure of heart however long it takes. So he does a spell to go find someone who's worthy enough to carry on his power, which is pretty much the Green Lantern thing. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And we go to Billy, little Billy, who breaks into a pawn shop to get the cops there and then be like, oh, he's over there. The cops go into the pawn shop and he just shuts the door. To be able to use the police computer to find his mom. Yes. Because he is a foster child. Yes, because we find out that he, when he was a little, little, he was at a carnival of some sort. Mom was trying to get him, like, playing with those balloon dart things to get him a tiger mm -hmm. and but he gets a little globe keychain instead it's and like you always find your way with this yes and then of course he drops it and then he's going after it which by the way this is why i was always on a leash that's unfortunate because i when i was a child i would just see something shiny and be like "Ooh," and then just oh. go uh, you were a leash child. I was a leash child. Oh, I'm and my parents, so sorry. My parents would get the nastiest looks from people because how dare you put your child on a leash? And I mean, I'm, I get it, but... Here I am nowadays where I'm like, people, 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 listen, you need to understand. It's like, yes, obviously pay attention to your children. <clears throat> However, again, I would see something shiny and just be like, ooh, and then just disappear. And then poor mom and dad would be like, oh my god, we literally just saw her like 0.5 milliseconds ago. Where did she go? That was Kenny. But they, I think they only put him on a leash for like a week or so. I think. I was never on a leash. Yeah, no, I was on a leash. Um, which I'm thankful that my parents did that. But this is why you put children on leashes, everybody, in my humble opinion. Because you can... And at least nowadays, kids have, like, these cool backpack leashes that, like... Like, animals or heroes. Like, comic book heroes and stuff mm -hmm. like that. 
Now, I'm a, I'm a, whenever I have a kid, I'm going to put him on a leash. And then when I go to go to a store, especially if it's a toy store or some shit like that, I'm just going to tie him outside. <laughs> Be like, here you go, buddy. Stay here. Here's some snacks. <laughs> Don't talk to strangers. Yeah. They're, they're not going to call CPS on you at all. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, fine. No, but yes, after all these years, because the cops find him, like, as a kid, and be like, don't worry, man, we'll find your mom, and all these years later, still no mom. Mm -hmm. Which, he has this notebook of showing, like, all these people with his last name that he's trying to find, and I'm sitting here like, okay, personally, if it was me, and I lost my parents after all these years, I would basically be under the impression where I'm just like, all right, fine. Fuck you. I'm trying really hard to find you, but you're not even trying to find me, obviously, because otherwise I wouldn't have been found by now. So you don't want me, so fuck you. But that's just me. Mm-hmm. And also with the whole, like, him catching, trapping the police in the, po- police, police in the pawn shop, I'm like, you really think that you're not going to get caught? Because, dude... And he stole his Genos. He stole his lunch. That's my lunch, kid. No. Wait, was it Pat's or Genos? I think I... it was Genos. It was a cheesesteak. There was a G on the bag. So, so it was Genos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, and he ends up going because he's been. We found out that he's been bounced around from foster home to foster home, and even like because he ran away from this current foster family, mm-hmm. and the person, he's a like the CPS lady, basically tells him like they don't actually want you back. Because you're just too much of a hassle, basically. Yeah. Which is like, all right, cool. But we got this other family for you with all these children. And, of course, whenever I see the dad, my first thought is, Jerry! <clears throat> From The Walking Dead. Yeah. I love him. I love Jerry so much. And I love him here, too. I will say that. He just plays that, like, goofy, silly, like, big teddy bear guy just mm-hmm. so well. Although I would love to see what how he would be as, as like, a villain or a bad guy. Or, like, a douchebag, because I just want to see that change and see if he can do it. Yeah. Because I already know he can play that lovable goofball. I want a serious role from him. I think you have Mandy Moore. Is it Mandy Moore? Who plays his mom? wife? It is not Mandy Moore. It's, um... It looks... She looks like... I mean, I can see where your mind is going. It's, um... Marta Millens. She looks like her. It's definitely not me anymore. This woman is Hispanic. She looks like her. It's not me anymore. I'm just saying she really <laughs> looks like her. I do see where your mind is going, though. I will give you that. Yeah. But yeah, and you know, he comes home and he, like, meets all these kids. Darla is adorable, by the way. Yeah. Uh, she's adorable. Hero Darla, no offense to Megan. She's a very beautiful woman. Kind of annoying, though. Because it's a child in the grown-ass body. That's I know, why. and that's just not cute to me. It's just always, like, I get the point of, like, your child mind in an adult body, but it's still, like... But you still have the wisdom of Solomon. Wait, no, wisdom doesn't translate to... Okay, never mind. Yeah, no. But, yeah, anyway. Kid Darla, super adorable. I just want to pinch her cheeks. <laughs> I'm just like, you're so cute. Um, and I will say the one line that was funny where... Because he's introducing everybody and he goes up to Eugene, who's playing video games. And he just pulls out, he's like, hey, no sodas after dark, remember? And you see sodas next to him. And he's like, whoa. When did it get dark? When did it get dark? And I'm like, We've accurate. Been We've, We've been there. Yep, yep. I remember those so well where I'm just playing video games all day. And it's like, wait a minute, what? 
Now year it's, is it? Now it's reverse. Now it's night, and then you look over, and it's like, oh, shit, it's daytime. And the I sun is up. coming up. I oh, shit. <laughs> well, at least for us. Most adults our age are usually like, oh, my God, I can't stay up past nine. And here we are, like, we're insomniacs. We don't sleep. <laughs> I work at night, so, like, I by the time I get home, I'm still wired from work. And, like, the crash will happen at some point, and I'll probably sleep for about 30 minutes or maybe 20 minutes. And it'd be completely up. Yep. And, you know, we also meet Freddie. Mm-hmm. Who, by the way, just the whole montage of, <laughs> like, when um, he first shows Billy that he has a walker like a cane. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget the actual name of those where it, like, twists the one part twists around your elbow to help you walk. I think it's just a walker. I thought it was a crutch. Or a crutch. Like a more nowadays crutch kind of a thing. Anyway, and he was just like, don't trust these people. They may seem nice, but they're awful. Like, look what they did to me. Billy's <laughs> looking at him like, oh, shit. No, I'm just kidding. It's fine. It's actually cancer. I have terminal cancer. I'm probably going to die in a couple months. Okay. Ah, kidding again. Got you there. And I'm That's going like, to be your kid. That's going to be my kid. See, that version of him would be my kid. Eddie, no. From it. True. That everybody, like, everybody was saying, like, oh, get ready. That's going to be your kid. And I'm like, are you serious? Are you serious? And he's like that because of his mom. Because she's crazy. For me, I'm one of those people, I'm like, go out, get dirty, break some bones, skin your knees. Like, that's how you live in life. When you fall, you get back up again. No, I was saying more so it would have been um, Richie. Oh, Richie would definitely be my kid. <laughs> but my kid would never be a bully. I will say that. But... Yeah, because you can even tell that he's already, like, a huge, like, superhero nerd. Because, you know, yeah. he has the bullet that... Came off of Superman. He has the bat, bat, uh, batarang and whatnot. Mm-hmm. All the newspapers, posters. Shirts. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just... He's the nerd that we all... Know. That we all we, know and are. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, after that... You get the little scene with him in the bathroom that he finally throws out the list. Yes, the notebook of all of the people with his mom's last name. And then immediately after you see... What's his name? Big boy. Is it Pedro? Well, it's not until later. Do you mean finding the notebook in the back of him? Yeah. Yeah, that's not until later. Is it? Yeah, when um, he, like, runs off from this family. True. Basically, yeah. 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 Because after that, we we meet um, adult... Savannah. Savannah. Um, because he, we find out that he's trying to look for all the people who've also had this encounter of when he was a kid and like seeing this wizard. Dream research, quote, quote. Yes. And the doctor he's working with is just like, oh, like this is actually just like a research kind of a thing. And like, um, what is it? Mass? Was it just mass hysteria? Uh, yes. Uh, Yeah. Mass hysteria is what they called it. Um, and he's actually trying to find out where. He can't, like, if he can find this wizard again. And then he, all these years later, finds out about the symbols. Or... It was because of the recording. Yeah, recording. He saw the symbols and that they were in a specific order. And he writes them all on a door. And this poor woman is just like, are you, wait, you think that this is real? Like, you're actually, like, believing that this is all real? Like, this is ridiculous. And she, like, hits the door. And it disintegrates. Which looks painful as fuck. <laughs> like, just watching really her well go like, too. ah. I did thought that that part was really cool. Like, um, I, I will say some of the CGI is a little lackluster throughout the movie. Well, yeah. But, like, some scenes are, like, stand out. 
Yeah, I think the smaller scenes like that were actually more standout. The big, like, demon seven deadly sins, they were kind of, like, cheesy in my opinion. Yeah. And kind of like, eh. Like your big CG boss fight, uh, fight type thing. Yeah, where it's not as impressive because it's just computers. Yeah. Poo, 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 fighting each other out. But, like, the small CGI, like, here and there, like, those were the ones that were, like, more impressive in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um... But also, he ends up, because the symbols all worked on the door, he's able to open it up and go into the other world. And even I always think that it's cool whenever, like, because he's, we see the one side of the door and him walking through, and then we kind of, like, go to the side and then go around, and it's just, he's gone. You see the other, back the other side of the room. Mm-hmm. I thought, I always like those kind of scenes. Like, they look cool. Those transition flows. Yeah. Um... And he's able to get to the wizard and be like, oh, you didn't think I was worthy? Well, ha ha, fuck you. I'm taking the eye for myself and shove it into my head. Yeah. Because that's sanitary. I would do that. I mean, you would do that, but that would not be smart. I would do that. You would demons in your skull. That's fine. They'd be my demons. That means I can rule the world. Yeah, but they're demons. Yeah. And I'm a Satanist. Well, yes, but what's going to stop them from randomly being like, mm, okay, we don't need it anymore. Goodbye. Salt. <laughs> salt. Just salt. <laughs> we all know it works. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh, but I think after that, we go to the school, right? Yes, and we literally see bullies hit a crippled kid with a car. Yes. With a truck. Not just a car, a truck. I think that's the same car that my boss has. Like my the the the, the date rapist looking motherfucker. Yep. Um. These are the type of bullies that I kind of find like boring anymore. Yeah. Because they don't really exist anymore. Anymore, like way back in the day, yes. Nineties, like, yeah. Like yes, when I was in middle school, I got into a lot of fights. However, it was more so because I would f- just go crazy and just completely go ham. But you don't really see those, like, you know, pushing them into lockers and, like, locking them in there or, like, punching them around and wedgies and... Yeah, that hasn't been around since, like, the 90s. Yeah, nowadays it's more mental bullying Mm -hmm. and that has been proven that that's actually worse. Oh, yeah. That, like, emotional abuse is actually worse than physical abuse. Just, like, emotional torture and mental torture is worse than physical torture. So it's, like, these bullies, like, this whole storyline in it kind of just... I wasn't impressed. I was just like, this is just boring to me. Like, mm-hmm. this is not, it's just kind of a side story that was just thrown in there, in my opinion. Because, yes, it made fire funny scenes later, like when Billy turns into Shazam and then picks up his truck, their truck, and just tosses it mm-hmm. down and it just shatters everywhere. Yeah, it brought up, like, those funny moments, but that's pretty much it. Yeah. It was pretty much set up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But- it also set up for the uh, post credit scene, too. Having lunch. Oh, right, right, right. Well, technically that was right before the credits. Oh, the one with Superman. Yeah, that was right before the credits. That was after the credits. No, it was right before. And then you have the mid-credits scene, which is Dr. Savani. Savannah. Savannah. There's no I. <laughs> Why do I keep going Savani? I don't know. Uh, he's in the prison, and then the very last credit, after credit scene is the goldfish. 
Right. I don't remember the goldfish. It's like the very end after all the credits. Why the fuck do I remember the goldfish? Do I, do I shut it off before the goldfish? You might have. <laughs> you very well might have. But anyway, because yeah. at this moment, um, he's running after he does stand up for his new brother, mm-hmm. Freddie, even though he claims that they're not brothers. Um, he ends up running away from the bullies and getting onto a subway. And that's where we get the Willy Wonka scene again, where Billy is now being called by the wizard. And basically kind of seems like the wizard's just like, hey, dude, I really tried to find someone specifically pure of heart, but I guess you're all I got. So here you go. Mm-hmm. You're, take my staff, say my name. Hold my shtick and say my name. I don't know your name, dude. We just met. Say it! Say it! Like, oh, okay, okay. Shazam. <laughs> I'm big as shit now. Although I will say their whole dynamic was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Where he's just like, yo, dude, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just here. There's probably someone else you can find. No, dude, you're my only choice. Come on, just touch touch the stick. You stood up for a crippled child. You, you got this. There you go. <laughs> And then he, uh, they send him back, and then he's in the subway, keeps on hitting his head on shit because he's too tall. Yep. And finally gets back home to see Freddy, and then that's when you get the scene with the, with the note. <laughs> Don't scream. Ah! Danger! It's me, it's me, Billy! It's I Billy. swear! Prove it! I did actually steal your Superman bullet. Then he pulls it out the book, the book bag, and it pops out, lands into the fucking sewer. It's like, oh shit, pop ahead. But like at this point, we get like Freddy freaking out because he's just like, oh man, what powers do you have? All right, hyper hyper speed check and this check. Then you get the montage. Yes. Which I will say, I did enjoy the montage of like the notebooks of like, all right, t- this test, what do you, this test, this test. That was pretty cool, and I will also say that um. The robbery scene that they had, that's just a, a silly robbery. Yeah. Silly robbery. Where these people are just like, what, what's happening? Oh, shoot him. Shoot him again. Da-da-da. Wait, what if it's just your suit that's bulletproof? Shoot him in the head. Wait, wait, what? Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Tosses him out the window. And then they get alcohol, which they realize they don't like the taste. <laughs> which is kind of funny. Um, also, the fact... Wait, wait, wait. Montage scene, the song. Don't stop me now. I'm having such a good time. Mm-hmm. I'm having a ball. Which still, I will always only think of Shaun of the Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. At the end of the day. Kill the queen. Yep. But I did enjoy that as well, along with it. Um, oh, and of course, they also go to the... Uh, he's able to get into the strip club. Mm-hmm. And when he comes out, Freddie's like, did you see boobies? It's like, we're going to need more money. You were in there for like five minutes. They're really, really convincing. <laughs> Typical teenage boy thought process. Yeah, that doesn't make sense though. He was in there for five minutes and spent what? How how much money? I don't know. I don't know how much money. Oh, unless you had. just take all that money and threw it at him. Probably. <laughs> He's a kid. <laughs> I mean, you see movies, you know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no, I completely agree, 100%. Also, basically, we learn that Billy, as Shazam, is kind of just getting autographs and pictures and not he's letting, really... Yeah, he's letting it get to his head. 
Yeah, exactly. He's not doing a, a lot of, like, crazy superhero shit. Just mostly, like, yeah, let's take pictures. Look at all the cool stuff I can do. And Freddy gets mad because he tells the bullies, like, oh, yeah, I know him. Like, we're friends. Like, I'll bring it. He'll come into lunch tomorrow and see everybody. Of course, that time comes at lunch and Billy actually decides that he's like, I don't need this place. I don't need school. I'm going to go and be Shazam. And Freddy's in the cafeteria surrounded by all these children just staring at him. <laughs> like, yeah. it's okay. He'll be here any minute. Nope. I mean, out. Mm-hmm. And even like when Freddy goes to find him later, he's just doing lightning with my hands. Hands. Lightning with my hands. <laughs> I love that part. And Freddy's yelling at him, like, what the fuck, man? Like, you promised. You said you were coming. And then, of course, as he's doing the light with his hands, he hits a bus. That ends up hanging off of a bridge. And all he does, what does he do? He's like, oh, hold on. I have a plan. Move the mattress. Uh. (laughs) There you go. It's fine. You know, a whole giant bus crashing from, like, 100 feet onto a mattress. That's a great idea. And the poor guy who, like, fell against a window and is just like, like, looking there and looking at the mattress, and he's shaking his head like, no. No, 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 no. no bad idea. Bad idea. But at least he's able to save all the people on the bus without yes. squishing a dog. Oh, yeah, because the dog <laughs> wouldn't get out the way. He's like, come on. No, buddy. Come on. As he's holding this bus, he's like, no, come on. Move. Go. Bad dog. Go. Go. Move. And finally, the dog leaves. He's like, okay, cool. Puts the bus down, and everyone's like, yay, you saved us. I'm like, he almost killed you, but okay. That's fine. We're all going to be like, woohoo, he saved us. But then we actually have a real villain coming to the party to... Savannah. 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 There we go. Yes. Not Savani. Savannah. There's no I. <laughs> there's no I in team. But there is a me. There is. And there's also meat. Yes. And also tea. Because someone always spills the tea. Yes. I do enjoy spilling the tea and also... Receiving. Receiving the spilled tea. hmm But yeah, because, you know, Savannah ends up coming round because when he gets this scar on his eye and the blue eyeball and the eye and the skull and all that bunch mm-hmm. of he the first thing he does is go after his dad. Yeah. Um, who's in, like, a business meeting, and he brings all the sins with him who just kill all of these people, mm-hmm. including his father and his brother. And that's where he found out, like... Well, he threw his brother out the window. Oh, yeah. That's that's death, though. That's fine. He was a dickhead. <laughs> he was. Um, because that's where he learns that there was Billy, right? And that scene, like, he realized that there was another... I don't think so. When did he learn... We saw the scene, though, of him being like, oh, there's another. Right? Or am I going crazy? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Because I, I remember when he finds out who Billy is because of the, the, the fucking, the video with uh, Freddy. I guess. I don't remember. Eh, oh, well. Um... I lost my train of thought. Oh, we know. It was because he saw the news thing when they, they rescued the um the bus. Right? He saw something. 
I don't remember. Most of his character <laughs> progression goes through fucking watching TV anyway. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's very true. But anyway, because he finds out about Billy and then comes in to text him and they have this whole fight scene between him and Shazam. And, you know, Shazam's just like, what the fuck? What do I do here? I don't know how to actually fight like a big bad dude. <clears throat> Especially a big bad dude that can actually hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> And also because he's just like, I'm a kid, don't hurt me. And he's like, I don't give a shit if you're a kid. I'm still going to kill you. I mean, Superman ends up killing him. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But even like, once they get back to the house and Billy's being yelled at by his foster parents and the kids all figure out, well, Mary is the first one to figure out like, oh shit, Billy is Shazam. Yeah. Oh my god. That's because he ended up saving her from the, the car or the bus or something like that. Yeah, because she wasn't looking both ways before crossing the road. That's what happens. But yeah, because he's not being subtle whatsoever, just throwing out there like, oh yeah, you know college and your name is Mary and also you live in a foster home. And she's like... How do you know all these things? Because <laughs> I can read your mind. It's like, uh-uh. But they all figure out and they even find it. Because that's when you see Pedro in the bathroom. Yes. With the notebook. And they decide to look for her, his mom, their, themselves. Because Eugene is very good at... He's not a hacker. Basically, really good at looking up stuff. Mm-hmm. But they found his mom, and they're like, she goes by her maiden name, and she's like two buses away from here. He runs away again to go and find her, and we realize that kind of she's, she's a cunt. She's a bitch. Like, she's a cunt. and her excuse is, I was seventeen years old. Cool. You don't just basically be like, oh, my kid escaped my view, and I'm going to find him, and I see him at the with the police. I'm just like. All right, they can take care of you better than I could. I'm like, what? Are you sure? Like, we all know the horrors of foster homes. We hear about it all the time. Luckily, it sounds like that he wasn't with bad people, and the people he's currently with are actually fantastic. Yeah. However, like, you really want to take that risk? You really want to take that risk? And basically, he just says, like, glad you look good, but, um, see ya. Go back to wherever you came from. But he ends up getting a phone call from his family and realizes that big bad guy, Savannah, <laughs> is at go. the house and holding the kids hostage. And I will say, I did like that scene of him jumping off the roof and going, Shazam, and then flying away. I did think that that was... Really well done. That was really well done. I will admit that. The scenery of that, like, on top of the rooftop was actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, because he wants Billy's power, so he's holding these kids hostage. 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 But they end up getting into the the cave and going through all these random-ass doors to try to leave the cave. And he's just like, okay, we need to. you need to think really hard about where you want to go and we'll get there. Let's focus, focus. And he immediately thinks of the strip club. <laughs> and they're running out. Poor Mary's holding Darla and like covering her eyes. Like, why can't I see what's going on? And she's like, really? This is what you think of? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the first thing I came to my mind. I want to see. No. I love that part. <laughs> I will say that was that was pretty funny. Um, oh, also. 
also because they after this they end up going to the carnival. What is that noise? You mean the crinkling? Is this? Oh, okay. I've been like hearing it like this entire time. I'm like, what the fuck is that noise? Okay, now that I know, I feel better. Um, but the because they end up going to the carnival after the strip club. Yes. Which I will say, I get it's like. Because it's Christmas time, so you know the carnival is like Christmas themed. But a, a car, I love carnivals. I love them. Don't get me wrong. But in the winter, in the winter, that just seems horrible. What maniac did that? that no, that's just that, no bueno. You, I can definitely trust that I would never be hurt in this situation at this carnival because I, my ass would not be there. My ass would be home. Like, be like, I'm nice and warm in here. I'm good. But at this point, that's when we come up to the big, like, fighting scene. Like, the major fighting scene of when they realize that he's actually weaker when he all of the demons are out of him and he can get hurt yeah, and stuff like that. because he has one of them in him. Yeah, so we have, they are trying to split up so they can um, get all of the demons out of him. That's <laughs> when he gives them all the powers first. What? Shazam gives the kids all the powers. Well, yeah, because he's just like, he's fighting this guy and they're kind of, he feels like that they're no match. And he's just like, and all the kids are kind of being held by each demon. Which, by the way, like, Darla, I know that one scene where she's like, really being like, threatened because he's like, kill the girl. And she's mm -hmm. like, ah, and I'm like, don't you fucking dare. <laughs> because that girl is adorable. And I don't even like kids. And she's adorable. But even when he's just like, wait, no, no, like, stop. And. I just love this scene where, like, the demon kind of holds back a little bit and she just turns and just slaps him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, you go, Darla. a child thing to do. Yeah. Like, you go, Darla. But at this point, because he's kneeling and he's about to um, give him the power, but then he remembers look, uh, the wizard going, like, look at all these empty chairs. Like, mm -hmm. all of my brothers and sisters are gone. Power of the name, yada, yada, yada. And that's when Shazam realized, like, wait, everybody takes a stick and hits the Savannah with it. He's like, everybody grab on to the staff. All the siblings grab on. You say like, my name. Say my name. Billy. Billy. No, no, no. The, the name I say to turn to this guy. Oh, Shazam. And that's when they all turn into. So that's a little uh, Easter egg of how Freddie Freeman used to originally transform in the original comics. He would have to say the name of Billy, not of. Shazam. Oh, I don't think I knew that. Huh. Interesting. Which is funny because yeah. you're screaming, Billy! Yes. Power! <laughs> it is interesting because that's not as impressive, I feel no, like. No, it's not. Definitely not at all. But they all end up fighting together, working as a team, and you mm -hmm. know. Each one has an individual, like, more so specific power that pertain to each of the, uh, the Shazam acronym. Yep. So, what is it? Darla... Fast? Yes. Yes. Uh, Freddy can fly. Mary, I think, has the wisdom. Pedro, um, he strength. was strength. And then Eugene was... Do they have lightning powers? I think so. Yeah, the lightning powers. Yeah, I think I remember seeing his hands, like, glow. Yeah, and what did Shazam himself have? He has all of it. 
Just all of it. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if he had something specific or if he no, was just he all, got of it. all of it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, but yeah, and also their color of their suits, their superhero suits, actually matched the jackets that they were wearing. Yes. Yes, because each of them had the color. Like Mary had red, Darla had purple, mm-hmm. Eugene had gray, so on and so forth. I'm glad they went with the new 52 colors instead of the original because the only other different color would have been Freddy. Yeah. No, you're right about that one. Mm, all red, just one blue. Even though so many people absolutely hated the new 52 comics. I enjoyed it. It was entertaining, but I understand why people were upset. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of changes were, serious big changes were made, and I get that. That yeah. was kind of, like, too much all at once. Yeah, it was pretty much like Ultimates. Yeah. A lot of people complain about Ultimates, but now if you look at it, everyone praises the Ultimates. Oh, yeah. It'll come. Time will come. Um... But yeah, because like, they're all fighting everybody and Shazam is focused on Savannah, who he realizes, he's like, wait a minute, there's only six of the seven deadly sins down there. Okay, you got gluttony, obvious. Like, you got this, uh, you got sloth, you got wrath, you got uh, all of this other stuff, pride. Like, where's Envy? Like, oh, I get it, he's the runt of the group. And you can see, like, Envy trying to, like, get out of Savannah because he's getting angry. And like really when he actually comes out, he's this little tiny little thing compared to everybody else. And um, I did like, I did think that was cool when uh, Envy did end up coming out and he has Shazam pinned to the ground and Shazam's like, gotcha, Shazam! Lightning comes down and just goes straight through Envy Mm -hmm. and kills him. So it's just like, all right, sweet. Now we just gotta go after everybody else because Savannah is just a man now. Like, he doesn't have powers anymore. He's just mm-hmm. a tiny brute of a man. But we're able to get that demon eye out of his skull. True, and then that's when Billy does the... <laughs> I think it's controlling me. <laughs> it's like, what? I could ha- I could be the most powerful thing in the world? And he's, like, slowly bringing it to his eye. And they're like, no, Billy, don't. He's like, ha ha, I gotcha. You think I would put a demon head in my eye, or a demon eye in my skull? Like, that's crazy. That's disgusting. And they put it back. And then, of course, that's when they realize, like, oh, shit, we actually got a lair. Which also, that was another scene we forgot to mention. Oh, when they yeah, were talking the, to the, the alligators. Well, the, the alligators, yes, playing poker. That was great. But also earlier when it was just Freddie who knew. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to find a lair and they were talking to a realtor. Yes. And she's just like. <laughs> Something, you know, overseeing a cliff or <laughs> maybe with a, with a waterfall. <laughs> yep. And she's just like, how about we start with how many bedrooms you want? <laughs> Like, which honestly, if I was in this woman's position, like this kid with this grown ass man who's kind of acting like a child, I'd be like, get out. Please get out of my office and stop wasting my time. (laughs) But they have a lair now. Yes. Yes. With a whole bunch of doors. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And when they go back home, they have like that cute moment of all of them at the table and, you know, they have their hands in. That's the way that they say prayer of like, you know, hands in like a football team. Mm -hmm. And... This time, instead of Victor saying the prayer, it's Billy. And he's just like, I'm home now. Oh, how cute. Yeah. But then after that, because then I'm, I'm I'm telling you, before the credits, they go to lunch and Superman comes in. Well, Shazam comes in. The- 
And then Post he's just like, credits. oh, I bought... No, he's like, I brought a friend. And that's when Superman comes in, which was originally supposed to be Henry Cavill. Yeah. But due to... He was working on another project, I think, at the time. Yeah. Uh, it was always supposed to happen. Henry Cavill wanted to reprise his role, and that was the plan. But the school location was only available for filming for a brief period when Cavill was working on other projects. So they settled for a stand-in. And that's why you don't see his face. Just his body. And he's like, oh my god! And then we go to the credits. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna put it up on Max real quick. On the Max. On the Max. Shazoom. It should have been called Shazoom. Shazoom? Shazoom. <laughs> and the mid-credit scene was when Savannah was in like that prison cell frantically drawing symbols all over the Sam walls. With, Sam with Ricky in the uh, Transformers 2? Yes. Or Charlie Day? Yep. And he's like trying really hard to figure out the code to basically get to the other side so he can get the powers again and that's when we hear that voice talking to him be like oh you think that that's the only way like that's how magic works that there's only one way to get to this world it's like you stupid human no oh, you people are silly like trust me i can show you stuff and he realizes it's this little caterpillar with a little talking device just chilling on the window and he's just like hey buddy you and i we can do great things together okay you're right yes Shazam, then Superman come out with before the credits. And then after credits is the Savannah scene. And I, I don't remember the goldfish. It's literally like at, like, I think after all of the credits. Like, credits are done and then we got the goldfish. I'm pretty sure. Shh. Don't beat yourself up, buddy. You're gonna find someone. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Because there's plenty of fish in the sea. Yeah, I've never actually seen this scene. <laughs> well, that's not that cool. What the hell? There you go. Huh. Because then he also brings up Aquaman and he's like shows that he's wearing the Aquaman t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, Aquaman fucks fish. Yes. According to Peacemaker. Well, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that show. Uh, but yeah, uh, Shazam... At the end of the day, there are entertaining moments, but at the same time, meh. Yeah. That, that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, I can completely understand why everybody loves this movie. Again, it's just... Yeah. You don't really fuck with Shazam. Exactly. Like, it was just nothing that I really connected with. And, like, again, Mr. Mind, the talking caterpillar, I always thought that that was weird. I like him. I just did. And also even, what is it, Captain Nazi, right? That was one of his villains? Yes. Yeah, I was like, okay. But what about Hitler, Tommy Red the Skull? Tiger? Like, eh. I don't know, it's just, I don't know, I don't know what it is. It's so, like, left field goofball. It's, like, the way I see it is, like, that's also probably why you don't like Rick and Morty, because of all the randomness. Maybe. That's probably it. Because I was just about to say that, like, how weird the original um, Shazam comics got, pretty much like a Rick and Morty episode. With how, like, 
He had a fucking talking tiger that becomes his manager. Just like off the wall, like weirdness yeah. type of situation. But again, I don't enjoy Rick and Morty because I'm not. It takes a certain type of intelligence to understand the jokes. See, I was never like that. <laughs> I, know, I was I know. never like that. Like, I was like, this is a funny ass show. I don't lie. It's fun. I just love those moments. Just like, well, you have to be a certain type of intelligent. I'm like, hey, get the fuck out of here. Oh, Leave us with that shit. <laughs> like, just shut up. Uh, that's like, that's also the reason why I didn't watch One Piece in the beginning. Because there was a lot of people that were elitist with yep. One Piece. Oh, I've watched, at that point, 600 episodes of One Piece. You can't get on my level. Like, get the fuck out of here. It's like, get away. Go away. But now that I'm watching, I understand. <laughs> no, I, I get I, it. I, I completely understand. <laughs> Alright, and now it's uh, for some movie facts. I'm going to try to blow through these because I'm going to leave to pick up the man soon. Mm-hmm. Um, when Shazam attempts to fly in the mall during his battle with Dr. Savannah, a group of shoppers can be seen in the background, and they seem very, like unimpressed unenthusiastic um and actually they were crew members that were filmed by accident so shopping bags were inserted digitally to have them the appearance of shoppers and to cover the mistake up <laughs> that's like the the fucking wall guy from uh, mandalorian season one. Oh yes <laughs> uh but at least they like try to fix things instead of just leaving the coffee cup on the table in the medieval times <laughs> i will never get over that uh, Zachary Levy actually improvised Levi. the get him. Why do I keep saying Levy? Because, okay, I will say, even with the pants, I call them Levy's. Like Levy jeans, even though they're Levi jeans. They're Levi's. I will say. Um, I don't know. I guess I see that word and I'm just like, Levy! Zachary Levi improvised the get him Batman line in, in this toy store when he's fighting Savannah yeah. and he throws a, oh, get him Batman! <laughs> I did think that was funny. Uh, Mark Strong was openly enthusiastic about playing Savannah. He described him as an evil bastard and stating that those role, those roles are always fun to play. It's true. Villain roles are usually the most fun to play. Yeah. I always hear actors like them saying like, oh my God, they're just, it's fun to play the bad guy. Now, obviously like certain situations like the Joker or Jeffrey Dahmer where like you have to get yourself into a really dark mindset, like those don't seem as fun. I think if I was an actor, I'd go for those roles. Those don't seem fun, though, because I feel like that they can actually, like, fuck up your mind. Now, characters like Regina George from Mean Girls, Savannah from Suzanne, those kind of characters. Even fucking, what's her name, from Lizzie McGuire. The bully. I forget her name. I forget her name. But even to her, like, that, those kind of scenes just seem like fun, where they're just like, hey, I get to be someone that I'm totally not. But yeah, I hear that a lot. Uh, according to the filmmakers, the hardest part of designing the suit was getting the Thunderbolt designed to fit into the triangular chest plate. And they also had issues with the uh, LED lights. Yes. Because during recording, it was cold as shit. Yep. And also, even um, because Zachary Levi... Thank you. When you're welcome, was working out for the role, he still had, like, a slender physique. Mm-hmm. So they actually still had to do, like, padding in the suit to try to make him seem more bulky. Um, and the film actually released on the 80th anniversary of the original, the DC Captain Marvel's debut. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, composer Benjamin Walfish cites the music of 1970s and the 1980s films as influence of the film score. Um, because he wanted to match the tone of a film about an old school, like, superhero from the Golden Age. 
Uh, but also he had said that he pictured what might happen if a 14-year-old was put in front of a 100-piece orchestra and told there were no limits. I wanted the score to feel like it might have been written by an exuberant kid just having the time of his life with an orchestra. That's awesome. And I can see that 100%. <laughs> um, originally, the film was supposed to be titled Billy Batson and the Legend of Shazam. I actually like that. Yeah, but I think Shazam is just... You just, just Shazam. I feel like you don't really need much else. Just Shazam. Yeah, but it makes it sound more like... Adulty? Episodic. Mm, okay. Yeah. Like the original uh, title for Star Wars. Um, it was... As told in the writings of... Something something... It, it's a longer title, but it's, it actually sounds kind of cool. I do remember, but now, of course, I'm drawing a blank on what. Something of the Wills. Yeah. We probably even talked about it during the Star Wars podcast episode. Oh, yeah, we definitely did. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, and then the graffiti in the film was custom made. Uh, during the shooting, this crew had spotted a lot of impressive graffiti, but they weren't allowed to use it in the film without locating the artist and requiring permission. Mm. I can imagine being like, hey, did you do that graffiti? I'm like, no, I didn't do it. Like, some kid just, like. No, that wasn't me. Like, don't, don't worry. We're not calling the cops. We just want to use it in the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can just picture it. Yeah. Um, I found it. Adventures of Luke Starkiller as taken from the journals of the Wills. Saga 1, the Star Wars. Yes. That's definitely a Fall Out Boy and Panic at the Disco song title. Yeah. Um, and actually, when you had mentioned, I forgot to mention this, when you had mentioned the budget, it actually was one of the cheapest films in the DCEU series. Yeah. Which, eh, makes sense. Uh, it's Mark Strong's fifth comic book feature after working on Kick-Ass, Green Lantern, and the Kingsman films. Uh, David F. Sandberg wanted to portray Shazam's speed of Mercury with lightning, but decided to remove it since it would make the power too alike to the Flash. Um, and... The last thing I have is Sam Raimi had actually expressed interest in directing this film. I remember hearing that. Could you just imagine what this movie would be like if it was Sam Raimi? Just picture it. I feel like you might have liked it better. Probably. It definitely would have been a hell of a lot different. And yeah, you're right. I probably would actually enjoy it more. Not gonna lie. Also, my coworkers are fucking goons. The goons? That's a power stance right there. I love it. I love it. That's great. <laughs> the, the feet. Just, it's all the feet. I love it. It's so great. <laughs> Album cover. Done. Yes. Oh, I can do that. <laughs> I can do that. I can do that. Alright, and what is your rating of this movie? I give this movie solid 3.8 out okay. of 5. It's up there in my favorites of the DCEU. But there are better films. But I still really enjoy this movie. I like the feeling it gives you. Um, I like the cinematography in most cases, especially like especially that scene of him jumping off of the building. Yeah, that, no, that, that was, was really cool. Really well done. Yep. Um, I think the cast did really well, especially Mark Strong. I usually don't have an issue with Mark Strong's roles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially Sinestro. Yeah. So yeah. This is hard. 
This is a hard one for me. Oh. I'm just going to give like... I'll go hapsies. We'll do three out of five. I'm going to do with that. Because it's, like, it's not like it's a horrible movie. It's just not 100% for me. Like, there are things that I really do like and I do think that are fun and well done. However, there are moments where I'm just, like, looking at my cl my phone where I'm looking at the time, like, are we over yet? And then I jiggle the joystick on my uh, controller for my PS5 and I'm just like, okay, how much left do we have the movie? Okay, fine. We still have that much longer. Okay. Like I said, there were some moments where I thought were really cool, really funny. Like, you know, I love Darla. Adorable mm. little child. Um, and even, like, the montage that they have of, like, learning what Shazam can do with his powers. Yeah. Uh, that specific rooftop scene. Um, I also like the marketing in this movie. Oh, yeah, no, I agree. Even, like, the next one coming out. Which I will be seeing that one. I'll still mm. give it a shot. I'm still going to watch it, like... No matter what. Um, and is this... Because I know James Gunn, we already know he's basically wiping the slate clean. Will this Shazam still be in James Gunn's universe? We don't know anything about we that. Okay, know. okay, figured I'd ask. But, yeah, that's, yeah. Shazam, three out of five. We'll just play it safe. Yeah. Not many people it's a solid angry. middle of the road movie. Yeah. Because I like it a little bit more than you do. Yes, and that's totally fine. Completely fine. Yeah. It's not like we hate each other. Get the fuck out of my room right <laughs> All right, <now>. bye. <laughs> oh. And then the next movie we have, because it's now 4.36, and I probably... Um, while we talk, I'm going to put on my shoes. True. Um, the next movie we have is from the 1990s. Yeah. Steven Spielberg, Hook. Yes, because we found out what the rating is yes and we'll talk about that at the episode specifically one website that rated it that we think is wrong and blasphemy oh completely blasphemous 100 percent. but and i'm excited for that one because that's a childhood favorite of mine and it was funny because i had realized the rating because um i think it was sunday sunday after we watched the last of us um my dad was just scrolling through the tv to see like what to put on and he saw mm. that hook was on there which, I don't remember ever talking to Dad about Hook, but I remember him seeing it and be like, oh, Hook! And then he just puts it on and he's, like, playing Stratomatic and he's watching the movie and he's just like, this is funny. And then he's just like, I always really like this movie. And I'm like, I didn't know that you liked it. Like, I remember seeing it in, like, school when I was a kid. And then, uh, that's when I looked up the rating and I told Dad and he's just like, that's ridiculous. So I'm like, yeah. okay, cool, Dad even agrees with this one. But, yes, yeah, so the next one will be Hook and I'm super excited and we can all cry that about Robin Williams. <laughs> because I'm still upset. It still hurts. <laughs> but as always, thank you everyone for listening to us ramble about Shazam. Indeed. And no one come attack me for my feelings on Shazam. Because I will find you. And I will kill you. For legal reasons, that's a joke. Yeah, exactly. Just watch the movie Taken and you'll understand. But as always, give us a nice little five star rating on wherever you're listening to this podcast. All in the doobly-doos. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell that weird kid that just randomly shouts, Shazam! And then turns into this big bulky of a man. Tell your butcher, tell your barber, tell your local uh, evil, maniacal, bald scientist man. With a scar on his face. With a scar on his face. 
in a traumatic past, because you don't know. Maybe shit, you talk to him, may it might change him. You know, yeah, you, no. may, you might need a hug. No, I agree one hundred percent. You never know. But have a good rest of the day, life, whatever. Week, night, morning, minute, second. Yes, and we will talk to you guys next time. And this is Listener Panda taking on cinema. Woo! Yeah! I realize it's been a while since I've actually said that. Yes, it is. <laughs> so I'm fixing it now. <laughs> Goodbye! Goodbye!